Hello, and welcome back to the Matron Saint of Nightmares podcast. Uh, I am the Acolyte. And I am the Matron. Uh, it feels like it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Um, the end of 2020 was, uh, was a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, so today we're kicking off um, our kind of return with Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. So this is a Roman Polanski film based on um, a book by Ira Levin. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released in 1968. I want to preface this by saying we didn't we waited to do this movie because um, I think Roman Polanski is a dirtbag. He's <laughs> that he, needs to be said. He, yeah, I think I want to just preface this with I think you know a lot of people in Hollywood kind of defend him and say he should have gotten off of his. Uh, rape charges by his 30 days in jail that he served getting psychological treatment. I am not one of those people, and I just want that on the record. I think he should be in jail. I have no. I, I have no. I, I actually don't really know much about the details, but like I, I've heard enough where I'm like it sounds indefensible. So yeah, I mean they're children. Um, a lot yeah. of a lot of 13 year old children. So anyway, that needs to be said before we go on because yeah. I feel like it's important, especially in the context of a movie that is very. It has some feminist themes, yeah, and some some also themes of like um, not having autonomy over your body. Sure. And so I think it's it's an important thing to kind of start off with. Absolutely. Say, you know. Absolutely. In hindsight, that is important. Yeah. So for sure. Um, I think my interest in this movie kind of started from reading some references to that it had to um, Midsummer. Yes. Which we did earlier. Yes. Um, I'm still trying to process what, how I think that relationship is, but uh, that, that's that's why I decided to do it. I think mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I think it was the occult vibes and um, those sort of things. So, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a lot of themes. And I also think it's a really important movie in horror because it's such a psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of our thing, right? Yeah. And so I think it's a really cool, um, influential movie mm-hmm. that has definitely influenced a lot of things, not just Midsummer, but, um, yeah, but has had a lot of influence. So it's really fascinating movie. Yeah. Um, let's jump in. Let's do it. Um. So one cool thing is this is kind of, uh, obviously there's spoilers here. This is kind of an inverted story of um, of Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, right? Huh. So this is about like the birth of the Antichrist, or right. Christ, or the Antichrist, spawn of Satan, spawn of Satan, yeah. right? Um, and Rosemary has a name, Rosemary, Mary, right? So it's kind of a play on that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are. Uh, she is with her husband. Um, and they move into a new place in New York that kind of has a history of some, like, witchcraft and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both Catholic. They're newlyweds. Her, her husband's an actor. Um, and ultimately, it seems like, like she really wants a baby. Yeah. And beginning. Like, yeah. it seems like she's really hoping to have a child mm-hmm. before we even get into her getting pregnant. Right. And her and her husband have a very weird relationship. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, for me, I'm not sure whether it's it's hard to travel back in time 
to be for me to be able to tell if like the movie was just sort of using existing sort of like gender norms right um because like the the, the behavior of the husband towards his, his wife rosemary is like pretty horrible it's yeah yeah i think when we were watching it during while we were watching it you had made the comment of um no, this is the real horror movie. Is like how we're treating her right. <laughs> because like she had no, uh, she just was really kind of ignored. Like she didn't really have any like, like ability to make decisions about her life. Well, really I like what you ways. said. I like what you said towards the end of the movie. The word you used. I, I think she was very infantilized. Yes. Yes. Um, because like, and 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 you know, like it feels like the, the right word because oftentimes she finds herself in a situation um, where either it's like all men or all yeah. older people that are kind of like dictating like no this is this is how this sh- it should be you know and it removes a lot of her like autonomy in yeah. uh, as a woman as a pregnant mother as an expectant mother you know yeah. where they they're basically like no 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 whatever you're feeling is invalid is, is invalid and we know better for you yes right Yes, which I know a lot of women, like, a lot of pregnant women feel that way anyway when they, like, just in the world, sure, right? Sure, yeah. And so I think it, it fed on a lot of those, um, like, those those common feelings of women yeah. who are pregnant kind of feeling like a like a vessel for something else right. instead of, like, their own person. Exactly. So exactly. I thought that that was pretty powerful. And yeah. the scene where she gets pregnant, too, was pretty, pretty creepy. So she... Um, and that kind of goes back into her relationship with her husband also, right? right? Because her, we find out that her husband had kind of set up, set her up to get impregnated yeah. by the devil, right? Yeah. Or by Satan. And so in this... Well, I, well yeah. I, I'm sure you would agree, but let's be very clear. She was raped by Satan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, she was raped by Satan. And she was drugged, right? Yeah. So she kind of thought it was a dream. Yeah. Um, but it was a very, like, uh, ritualistic... Uh, rape Um, and she woke up the next day and she had scratches and stuff and her husband this was fucking horrifying to me sorry but her husband goes oh yeah well we were gonna try to get pregnant last night and then you passed out because you had too much to drink so I just had sex with you while you were sleeping yeah so he also basically raped her well yeah he 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 says that he raped her yeah he got Satan to rape his wife yes and then he took the fall for Satan? Yeah, he was like, no, it was actually me that raped you, so it's fine. It yeah. was so bizarre. Yeah, and it's like, and that's one of those things where, like, again, it's, I, I, I don't want to necessarily be like people in the 60s, it was normal. No, but it's it's historically, it was like an acceptable, sure. yeah, right, Absolutely. right, right. Yeah, so I, I don't, but I guess my, 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 my sort of question about it in terms of, like, the, the movie-making decision, like, what, what, was he trying to portray something that, like, like you knew was horrific or was that like just sort of like the norm back then and so it was kind of like well these things happen and and we could write it off that way right yeah i think that's really that would be an interesting kind of question to dive into and i think that's like part of the reason why it's been even hard for us to watch some of the older movies at least for me right because yeah uh, like uh, the Exorcist was great. Um, we we've seen the Wicker Man, but that was like we we haven't done an episode on that. Um, but it, it it always felt like watching old movies always feels like there's a cultural disconnect. Just even if it's like an American movie or whatever, because yeah. it's like it just a, it's a different time now. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like, um, so. and I think also in like the age of 
Um, Sorry about that. In the age of kind of like the progress that we've been making too, Absolutely. towards like more equity. Even in the last five, ten years. Yeah, it, like the know, Me Too movement, yeah, right? Yeah, even some things that, some movies and the way that things that have been portrayed even ten years ago would already begins to feel weird. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, and I think that the idea too of him like raping her while she's sleeping is it also kind of highlights, you know, um, well, a lot of what Polanski actually did in his life, which is, you know, yeah. worth mentioning. But also, it highlights this inequity that we actually still have about spousal rape in this country. Sure. Yeah. And there are a multitude of states that um, actually will not allow you to press charges against your husband for rape. Um, and then the states that do allow you to press charges against your husband for rape, there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of loopholes. So you can only prosecute them for rape if they had a deadly weapon that they used against you, right? Or you can only process them for rape if you were like somehow um, like incapacitated in the hospital or something. So there's like all of these very weird loopholes, and we still haven't gotten to a place where we recognize that like women should have, like, autonomy over their body regardless of their marital status, right? Right, right. And so I think it, it's a really tragic and weird and bizarre for us to watch that now. Yeah. Um, knowing how far we've come. Right. But we also have a long way to go, man. And, right. and she kind of doesn't get a chance to really even be upset about it. Like, even when she's trying to, like, have a conversation about it with him, he gets, like, really, he just shuts it down. Yeah, and she, but, and yeah, you, you're right, but she doesn't even have the framework to be able to begin to understand that what was done to her is fucked up, right? Yes, exactly. She's, like, cause, exactly. Because even the, the way that she, the language that she uses and, and her even understanding of it, she's just kind of like, I didn't like it. Right. You know, and but without understanding that, like, like, how, like bad and 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 because like her boundary with that is even like it's like like you know again seeing it in the movie it was almost like i would have preferred you didn't do that (laughs) right right exactly exactly in in how we should understand it now or how it should be normally is to be like you fucking raped me yeah we're getting divorced right now i'm getting a fucking abortion i'm going to to do something (laughs) to save myself in this situation (laughs) yes yes and she, and the other thing is, like, her body's messed up, right? Like, yeah. because she was raped by Satan, so she has scratches and bruises and right. stuff. And he's like, oh, no, it was from me because I didn't clip my fingernails. So, I mean, there was just, like, a lot of layers in this that were, it made it really clear that she, she did not have autonomy. Yeah. On a very basic yeah. level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was jarring to watch, for sure. And then we find out that her husband kind of set her up to get... Um, raped by Satan. Yeah, and he sells her out basically to the cult. Yes, so they can have, they can birth the spawn of Satan, so he can so, get a part on Broadway. Exactly, yeah. so that he can have a successful career. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's kind of mind blowing. So you find out that he he sold her out pretty quickly, actually, because she got pregnant pretty quickly after they, after they uh, moved in. So it's. It's kind of a weird situation. Like, their relationship just seems like it sucks really bad. <laughs> just in a lot of ways. Um, and then we get to the neighbors, right? So the neighbors are actually the people that her husband sold her out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she... And 
they the neighbors kind of like take hold of her whole pregnancy with the help of her husband. Right. So they change her doctor. Yeah. They start giving her these weird shakes, um, and she gets very very ill to the point where she has she has a lot of pain. Yeah. And she's very thin. She's lost weight. She's not doing well. Basically, all signs that things aren't going well in the yeah. pregnancy, they yeah. try to write off as like this is normal. Um, they give her some weird supplements. Um, and, um, yeah, just, she's not having a good time. And anytime she brings something up they're they're, they're sort of like, oh no, like the pain will go away. You know, this is better. Mm-hmm. Just like shut up and take it. Shut up and take it. And I feel like that is like when I told one of my friends who recently had a baby, when I told her that we were watching Rosemary's Baby, she's like, she had seen it before, and she said, like, that's exactly how the doctors treated me during my pregnancy. Oh, damn. It was just like, suck it up. Your pain's invalid. Yes, right. it's going to hurt. Like, yeah. just move on. And I think that that is, that's also something that, like, a lot of women feel, um, especially, like, to go on a little social worker, worker rant again, um, I think a lot of women in the United States, because we have really high maternal mortality rates, actually. Yeah. It's a... In the United States, depending on your income, your geography, your race and ethnicity, like your, uh, the likelihood of you surviving your pregnancy and your baby surviving your pregnancy right. changes. Right. And so I think a lot of people, there's, there's a common phrase going around right now that I think is really accurate that says um, doctors and nurses are to black women what the police are to black men. True. And I think that I would also argue the police you know, obviously it's all black women and black men also have like, right. you know, negative uh, health outcomes comparatively. But I think it's really important to notice that like we have a lot of problems as far as being able to care for pregnant women. Well, yeah. I mean, even I like, I obviously I'm not a woman, um, but I, I had a friend um, a few years ago and this is my sort of women's health sort of thing Yeah, is um, I had a friend that had a, uh, painful periods um, as a woman and she's had them her whole life and her whole life she was told you know you're just one of them women periods just suck painful periods yeah and Mm -hmm. turns out um eventually she goes to a different doctor in a different country and actually is diagnosed with endometriosis um and so this is my my own little plug but um if you have a really painful period like consider that because that's something that affects it's actually quite common um, and affects a, a decent amount of women, mm-hmm. and it has impact on your fertility. It has impact on just the amount of pain that you feel per month for periods. But what what I what I've learned from you know this awareness is that like y- if you have a painful period, you just get written off sometimes. Yes, you know like it, I, I think the stat was like the the average amount of years it takes to diagnose is like seven to eight because. Because you just continually get written off. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, I think it's common that women have painful periods, but it shouldn't be that way, right? Yes. They say something in the movie where it's like, if because uh, um, Rosemary has a friend come by and he's yes. basically like, if you're in pain, that's your body telling you that there's something wrong. Yes, I love him. You know? Oh, no, I know. It's one of her lady friends because she has that little party. She's like, I want the, this party oh, for all my right, young friends. Right. And she has all her like lady friends who like have had babies or have mm-hmm. had some experience. And she's getting like women that community. Women. Yeah, that community. Community sort of 
um, feedback. Feedback that's important, right? Especially with women her age, you know, because I think part of the other thing is a lot of the women heard that her neighbors they're older, and so probably they had a different experience, experience right? in their own pregnancies or whatever, you know. And she finally has people her age, and they're saying, "No, no, no, honey, this isn't okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, like you're not all right. You need another doctor. You know, you need to go to a different um, doctor." And so, yeah, so that's my own little plug. Um, I love that. And, and, I, and I think, you know, again, it's just something to consider. But mm-hmm. um, that was one of the ways that I learned, you know, like, like it sometimes, yeah, like your, your own, the way that what you're told about even your own body. Yes. Like, and that's fucked. It is fucked. You know? And I think, you know, there's this, there's also this like pressure to be tough yeah. with medical stuff or yeah. especially like with pregnancy because... Yeah. You get these, like, everybody says it's hard, so you're like, okay, well, maybe this is just hard. Right. So, yeah, it's a lot of ways that we can kind of ignore what our body's trying to tell us or that our medical providers can ignore right. what our body's trying to tell us right. and write it off. Yeah. Yeah. And she experiences that to the nth degree. For sure. She's just trapped. Yeah. And the more and more pregnant she gets, it feels like the more and more trapped she gets. And she tries to make, like, changes. She tries to not drink the the shakes yeah she she figures out ways to get rid of it Mm -hmm. and then i think she got together with her friends to make their own little like concoction of supplements for her you know and that sort of thing i don't i don't know what they imply in the movie ultimately if she starts to feel better because of her own um her own sort of like way about it or was it just sort of like that's how it is i think i think they implied that it was because she had done her own or whatever I think too like I kind of got it that it was because the doctor kept saying the whole time like this will pass this will pass this will pass so part of me wonders if like they knew it was going to be miserable for her and then it just kind of stopped right but I don't know Um, right of course because if you're if you're if you're um, if you're baking the proverbial spawn of Satan Satan, I'm sure there's some pain involved um, the hellhound has recently been spayed, and she's... We wanted to prevent another Rosemary's Baby situation, so... Being we, we We got her spayed, and she's having some, some reactions. So, but she's good. Um, but yeah, it's, it was really intense, and I think that the, the part that scared me, or the part, because it wasn't really, a, like horrifying right it was very slow right and very deliberate but i think the scary part for me was just like she was so trapped yeah yeah it's definitely a psychological thriller and like i know i've probably said this like a few times because blair witch was the first movie that we watched for this like whole project but like uh, other than the dream sequence, because here's the thing, we we actually watched this movie in two parts. Yeah, <laughs> we, we tried did. one night, we watched how, thirty minutes. I couldn't focus. So I was like, we got it, we got to like restart, like restart day. To another day. Yeah. So the next day, we actually rewatched it, and ironically enough, the moment that I decided to pause it was when the movie started. To oh yeah, like two seconds up, later. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we paused it right before the dream sequence, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And. Um, um, was that it? was the scary that like the dream sequence was like right yeah it had like part, yeah of. oh and so the reference to um i'm i mean i'm sure there's a term for it but like the, the fact that you don't actually see anything in in blair witch project um and it's the same in rosemary's baby right. you, you see yeah, it, fragments it, of it yeah and and, and it, the dream sequence is quite fantastical but at the end even when the baby's born you don't actually see 
the baby. Which I think was important, because I think if they had tried to make the baby scary in 68, I don't think they could have done it. Right, So I think right. it was, like, a really good right. kind of way to do that. Yeah, because what's scariest is always, I think, what you can imagine in your own head. Right. Right, because, like, because even, even my attitude towards, like, space aliens in sci-fi movies, right, there, there haven't really been many that I'm, like really horrified at or that really scare me there are scenes for sure right like alien sort of coming out of the chest and all those sort of things like those are those are iconic but and 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 frightening for sure but i think it's always scarier it can be a good technique to make it scarier if you don't even show anything right because then it's like what is scaring you in your imagination right because what i have in my head is completely different from yours totally but i think we're both like Oh, it's scary. you think of worst case scenario, right? Exactly. It's like, well, I think online they say, I don't know, maybe they mentioned it in the movie, but he had like hooves. cloven hooves, you know, right. and that's like very biblical and stuff like that. But like, but aside from that, you know, like, like you can imagine various things. And even in your own head, at any given moment, it changes, right? Because yeah. sometimes I think of, well, yeah, it's just like it's half goat and it's got like goat horns or something like that, you know, yeah. like, that's like kind of cute. <laughs> Those are cute. Yeah, and then like, but then uh, uh, in other imaginations I have, it's like all grotesque and shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was good. And then the part, I mean, I think that the part that kind of surprised me about the end, and the part that I liked about the end, mm-hmm. um, was kind of her trying to make that decision of what her role in the baby's life is going to be. Right. So she she initially thought that they were. That they were going to sacrifice the baby, like it was going to be a part of like a, a ritual, a ritual, and they were going to sacrifice the baby, and she was never going to see the baby. Right. So she tries to get away and is unable to. And when she gives birth, she's actually surrounded by the the cult, basically. Right. And uh, and they take the baby away, and they tell her that the baby died. She knows the baby didn't die because she hears the baby. Right. And ultimately, she finds the baby. And I feel like it was such a like fascinating ending yeah because it was her saying like okay my baby's alive it is my baby yeah it's got cloven hooves and maybe some horns and his father was satan yeah um but she's trying to she still has that draw to that baby yeah she still has that connection impulsive like yeah like desired not desire even but like the like yeah i don't know yeah and it and she wanted that baby right yeah yeah she did like she wanted that baby even 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 like before she gives birth, right? Yeah. They're like, they're they're sort of like drugging her up, and she's like, promising her baby, like, I got you. Yes. You know, they're not gonna get you. I'll protect right? you. Right. And so it's not too hard to imagine that she would still have that attitude about this this baby and being like, oh no, I'm still your mother, right? Like, I'm sure she hasn't felt any different about because yeah, you're right. Like she was afraid. She I don't think she considered that it like like that the baby was gonna be alive because she was convinced that they were gonna kill the baby you know yeah so now she's like well it's here yeah the baby's alive yeah you know yeah and that's just and she's catholic yeah that's the other part right Right. is like she was like born and raised catholic she was kind of practicing maybe like they they ask her the neighbors ask her if she's religious and they're like you're not religious are you and she was like well i don't know but i don't know it feels like a direct contradiction to not post birth abort the spawn of satan or to raise the spawn of satan yeah it definitely does right <laughs> i think, I think well, it's a bigger sin to, to raise <laughs> the, the 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 child of satan than it is to 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know. That's but a, it's that's it's a, a dilemma one. for sure, yeah. and, and and even the, the the final scene is fascinating too because the husband finally admits, you know, that it was him, and then sorry, he, baby, he's kind of like, oh, but we can actually now have our, a kid of our own, and she spits in his face. Yeah, you know, so effectively being like, I'm done with you. Yeah, you know, but then she goes over and she's the thing is she shows up in that room with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and maybe with the intention of killing them or the baby yeah, or everybody yeah, or yeah. who knows yeah. yeah or at least like inflicting some damage yeah right but um so yeah the, the end is definitely a trip yeah and i and i kind of like that because it it again shows kind of this idea of what what is a mom right is she still a mom yeah. and like her answer i think is yes right yeah 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 and like the the complicated dilemma of like you know that situation right yes and like yeah I don't know it's it's it, it was it was it was a heavy one it was a heavy one for <laughs> sure and it said a lot kind of about um, like independence and control and um, like the role you have in your life. Right. I mean, I think also quite clearly in this movie, like she's straight up being gaslit. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. the biggest gaslit lighting, yeah. like example ever. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of wish like the bloodthirsty part of me that only exists while I watch horror movies. Um, and <laughs> maybe some politics sometimes, um, <laughs> made me really want some sort of revenge on that husband. Yeah. Cause I mean, the other cult members, yeah, they sucked, and I didn't like them, but the husband was just so insidious, man. Yeah. He was there the whole time. Like, this is somebody that he was supposed to take care of. Right, and, and how quickly he turned, you he know? He turned like, so quick for his own gain, Right, you know? but, but that's the thing, is it brings into question, ultimately, who he is as a person, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, but, like, and what, and what, that, what their relationship yeah. even, right? Because, like, clearly then, like, she is, like essentially a trophy wife or whatever it is, you know, just, yeah. just to kind of fulfill like the sort of like social requirements that are, that we, you know, had a men or whatever it is or yeah. of like marriages and stuff like that. But like, cause he's constantly putting her down. He's constantly writing her off. He's constantly dismissing her, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, I mean, the acting's done great because you're disgusted. Yeah. But, he, yeah. He's gross. And, and I think you're right. I think it shows kind of that she was, like a utility for him. Right. Like and and that's almost how she sees herself too. Yeah. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways just exactly. because of the but dynamic, right? Th and that goes back to I think that's what helps frame her attitude even towards her rape, right? Where yeah, she was like exactly. like no, that I didn't like that. Right? Like you know, because you're you're almost you're almost even horrified, not at her, but at her response and yeah. what has what the what like societal environment or whatever exactly. hasn't even informed her to bring herself to such a low view of what happened. Yeah, right. It's like, um, yeah, that, yeah, because it felt like she was just kind of like that made me uncomfortable. I didn't really like that. You know, I know. but like, you know, in the like, normal situation, if that happened, be, yeah, yeah, you'd be like, get the fuck out of there. Uh, you have you to save yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you're in danger. Like that's not okay. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. This is, I loved the part where she gets her haircut 
mm-hmm. and he comes back and says that was like your biggest mistake in life. No, the biggest mistake in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which hilarious, but and he also, like has like the weird, weird, weirdest, most fucked up ways to describe it too, because he's yeah. kind of like, no, you're great, but your haircut sucks. Yeah, but your haircut's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you're still beautiful, but like that hair, like yeah, oh my gosh. Which is also hilarious because Mia Farrow's haircut, like obviously begun a trend of like this awesome pixie cut that yeah, is now yeah, like still iconic. very very yeah. popular and i think you know even like aesthetically like it works oh yeah she was working it like yeah like or just even in the movie to highlight yeah. like where she was right because like yeah i mean for me personally i thought like the, the short the her initial haircut like like very good looking and the the, the short uh, her, her initial hair but then her new haircut where it was like really really short yeah um I think it it, it it serves the purpose of her making her look thinner too, because when right. she is thinner, it, it makes her look like way more gaunt and like highlights you know, her face. Yeah, there's less like hair like obstructing like how pale and dark and, circles. Like, dark, and... Yeah, the, the 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 bags under her eyes, you know, like how bad like the, those look, you know. And so like I thought it was like a pretty good move, and there is like a certain thing about like a pixie cut like that that you that is like a. You know, like a little jarring sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also kind of like a powerful move. Absolutely. Right? Because, like, you know, women, there's, like, that old saying, women's power is in their hair, Mm -hmm. all that nonsense. And then, like, this idea of, like, okay, I'm going to get, like, a really short haircut, which isn't maybe, like, as socially acceptable at the time. Right. I think, but I think that's, uh, well, I have no idea, but I can imagine that that could be a draw to the short haircut, right? It's a statement. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. it, it's like the, a power the, statement. The, the lighter, the lighter version is getting bangs after a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, because I, I like to shave my head every once in a while, like, and it's less. It, it's often just as much of a statement as it is, really, a haircut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like another way that they put her down. Right. Yeah. 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 And make her feel crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing is when she goes to the second doctor to get, like, the second opinion or whatever. And right. she kind of discloses that she's scared and that, you know, um, there's this cult after her. And the doctor kind of pretends like he believes her and then lures her into another room and then calls right. her husband. And What is that? Doctor. What is the role of that in the mental health field? Because it, that, there is, like, a, I almost felt like he did do the right thing. Yeah. As, as far as he understood it. Right, mm-hmm. because like, like, I mean, even now uh, we could watch a m- bunch of horror movies. If a pregnant women woman came up to me and said that, I'd probably be like, "We need to get you some help." <laughs> yeah, and I think that that would be the difference now. So I think like based on kind of what he, based on the time, he probably did what was normal at the time. Okay. Um, but what we would do now is. First off, I've had people tell me things that were completely unbelievable that turned out to be true. Right. Um, and second, if somebody's saying that they're in danger, even if they're saying that they're in danger from, like, some supernatural force. Right. You know, part of me is always going to be concerned, like, are you saying it in the way that's easiest for you to say it? Right. Is there, is there like, a some sort of, like, delusion here that's grounded in... Like an actual risk, right? I think because you have to err on the side of caution. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Because the problem, I think, part of the problem was that like she's like the doc, my other doctor is in on it, and he calls her fucking other doctor, right? Yes. At the very least, yeah. You would be like, okay, well, I don't believe this weird culty thing, but you 
sound like you've roped your doctor into this, so maybe let's not call him. Right. You know, but but what he does is he basically calls her husband and the evil doctor, and they come and it's it's basically imprison her until yeah she gives birth. Yeah, like that that was her her fatal mistake is to go back to asking for help from the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because actually, it's it's set up so well too because you think that she's finally found like safety and, and 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 that. But but the way that he responds to her too, even you're just like, I'm not sure. Yeah. He seems to believe her a little too too, too quickly. Much, yeah. And I think that that's typically like when somebody presents with psychosis, like that's what we we, we don't try to dispute the psychosis. Right. Like right. that's like key. Right. I, yeah, I think that's what I was asking him to be. Yeah. 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 And so he does that. He does that yeah, well. Yeah. He says he believes her. Right. Um, most of the time, I wouldn't say that I believe them. Because uh-huh. I, I don't want to necessarily, like, co-sign it. Right. But I won't try to dispute it. Got it. So, like, for example, one time I had a patient who said, um, uh, like, Google was, like, the company Google was, like, out to get him. Yeah. And so, like, I will I would respond, like, that sounds terrifying. And that right. sounds, like, very isolating for you. Like, you're on your own. Uh-huh. Like, what what do you think would be helpful for you in this situation? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because as opposed in, to saying, I believe you, Google's terrible. Right, because right. that's not really as productive, right, you know? Right, right. Because you're, you're, you're still supposed to be like a place of safety and trust. Right. And that would be dishonest. It would be lying. Right. right. Yeah, but, right. But, but you still don't want to set them... Is it, is it to not set them off? Or yeah. In terms of like, like, like just being like, no, Google's not after you. That could like, yeah. or what's the, like, what's like the. It could set them off, but it's also like really invalidating. And to them, that experience is real. Right. Okay. So they, if you say like, no, Google's not after you, then they know that they can't trust you. Right. 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 And so you don't want to say like, no, Google's not after you, but you also don't want to lie because that's not going to build trust either. Right. Right. Uh, so like, I try to focus on like, what's the feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the experience like for you in this moment? Because that, I think, is a little bit easier to de-escalate versus trying to get someone who has a fixed illusion or a fixed kind of hallucination of some kind, trying to get them to ignore their senses, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. and trust me instead. That's yeah. not going to work. Right. Um, and so I think that what he did in the movie in that way of, like, kind of going alongside her in that was good. I think yeah. he... I would have done it differently. Right. Um, and I think if I was in that situation, I would have maybe tried to find another, like, friend that she could stay with, or family member. Um, or, you know, if she really felt like she was in danger, I would maybe try to get her in a hospital. Right. Because mm-hmm. at least then she would have, like, she would be removed in some way. Yeah. Which is what she wanted. Um, and I... I... I also think it goes to when people are pregnant or even when people just have like a, like a coexisting like mental health issue or if they have in their medical record a diagnosis of something, oftentimes medical professionals might make judgments on that that aren't accurate. Right. So like, like sometimes people will say, oh, pregnant women are just hysterical, right? Yeah, yeah. Or people will say like, oh, but she has an anxiety disorder, so she's probably being paranoid. Um... So I think it's it's also something that we have to be clear about when we're in the field or, like, as medical professionals to say, like, actually, we don't know what's going on for sure, you know? Yeah. And we have to, we have to defer some trust to our patient in order to get some of that trust back. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
do we normally end episodes? Who, Who are, are you? you? <laughs> Who are you in the movie, you think? Uh, her friend that dies. Her yes! friend that goes to visit her. I mean, yes. I mean, this is really a, a veiled way to be like, who's your favorite character? Yeah, kind of. Because often in a horror movie, it's hard to be like, I relate with Jason. You know? Exactly. Jason's my dude. <laughs> I'm Dr. Saperstein. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, uh, okay, no. But yeah, I, I think I liked her friend the best because he was kind of a voice of reason. Yeah. And he was like, he genuinely felt concerned. And I think he was a different man than most of the men in the movie. Exactly. Right? He was He's kind of like a refreshing a different character. He treated her kind of like as, as an equal. As a person. And, and yeah. And, 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 and I think any time that he was like, no, you're wrong. It was more like, you're wrong because other people are. Pushing you to be you, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Influencing um, you. And, and he did his best to try to help her. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say. I forgot what it was. It was like. Heath? It was like Hitchens or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hutch. Hutch, yeah. Hutch, that's what it was. Um, yeah, he was great. How about you? I don't really. I don't know. Like, I want to say maybe like. One of her friends that she yeah, goes yeah, to the yeah. party that's like <laughs> one of the ones no, that's standing at the door. Let's go. The kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I want to be that friend. The, the friend where the husband tries to yeah, get in the room and she's like, no, nope. no, you're good, you're good. Nope, you can't come in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is girl time. Yeah, that was a refreshing scene in the movie, which yeah. which goes to show how I think well done the movie is because you're you're tense. Yeah, it's tense. And you're tense. just like whatever, and then she finally gets a moment where she gets like her friends and feels like herself and. Their age group or whatever, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked the movie. I thought it was, um, unique. Yeah. Very unique. It was solid. Um, uh, and again, I think we're constantly going to be wrestling with the older movies just because uh, I'm a newer horror fan, and so mm -hmm. I'm more used to just seeing more modern production style and ways like yeah. things are shot and presented, and and so I think. Uh, but we do want to educate ourselves on the older movies and and because you know this one was solid. Like I'd, yeah. I'd say, it's one. Of, it's still one of. I've enjoyed all the ones we've seen so far. So, me too. Yeah. Me too. I. It's fun though because I think that this. I really like this like whole, um, the whole story. I love like the Spawn of Satan story. I think it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the omens are fun. There's right. this old movie from I think the fifties called The Bad Seed. Yeah, that we can I, watch that one oh, too. You yeah. should watch it. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Um. And, um, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of really interesting kind of takes on that that I think also speak to, like, what is humanity, right? Yeah. Like, if someone is born by a human and they're just, like, born evil, right? Is that possible? What does that say about our humanity? What does right. that say about, like, all of this and, and how do we respond? And how do you respond as, like, a parent to that child? I think that is mm -hmm. all very fascinating. Mm -hmm. And what relation does who they are have to you. Yes. Uh, like, are you right? ultimately responsible if your kid is evil? Right. I mean, that's such a general, like over, like sort of broadly, a broad statement, but like, I think that is like, in, in other ways around, right? Totally. It, 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 is, is a kid bad because their parents are bad? Or are you a bad parent because a kid is bad? And, right. And those sort of like, you, you know, um, the ways that we treat people and, and, and see like that relationship of like parent to, Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, I'm glad that we watched this one, and I'm glad that we're back after a little break. Yeah. 
and we're gonna be making more movie, yeah. more podcasts. And you know, just as a reminder, I think we've we've sort of dropped the uh, the chronological sort of episode style. So um, you know, feel free to check out any episode that you're interested in based on the movies you've seen, or if you don't want to watch them and you just want to hear the, the analysis, then whatever, yeah. it's up to you. Let's do it. And if you have any requests, yeah, um, just hit us up on like social media or by email and yeah. let us know kind of what you want us to focus on or any movie requests. Too. Yeah, It'd be fun. Our um, our Instagram handle I think is Matron Saint of Nightmares. Straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, our Twitter, which is way more active right now because the Matron has taken over that, I like is my uh, Matron Saint St of Night. Yep. Um, that's the actual at. Um, but I, I think you should be able to find us if you type in Matron Saint of Nightmares because that's the the name at least. I, I don't know what the difference on Twitter is. There's your name and then there's your handle or whatever. Right. right. It should it shouldn't be too hard to find. Yeah. Um, and uh, with that, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.